0: What does it take to be successful with my income, my family, my health, and my belief in myself? How can I do this by being who I am at a very high level? These are the questions I ask those who have gone through it. Welcome to the Unleash Your Strengths Podcast. All right, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Unleash Your Strengths Podcast. My name is Eddie Villa. I've got a really an amazing guest for you all. Um, my friend, this, y'all, this is going to be a real treat for me and I'm hoping you all enjoy it as much as I know I'm going to. Um, my, I brought on this just amazing person named Rob Actis. Uh, Rob Actis, he discovered the formula to getting what you want on your terms by enduring the near-death experience of his 14-year-old daughter. Um, that one, when I heard that story, it really hit home for me. As you all know, I have many daughters. Uh, and then shortly after facing near-death himself. Rob motivates audiences to realize that they can reach their potential faster and easier when their goals become larger than their fears. With crystal clarity fueled by creative thinking, he shares his roadmap to breaking inertia. I love that. Breaking inertia, setting a course of action and following through to smoothly implement. Rob is the best-selling author of The Law of Action. He's a speaker, he's a voice actor, Uh, For many national television commercials or top brands, including CarMax and Black Box Wine, Bayer Aspirin, and Walmart, he's also the narrator of for Elrod's, the Miracle Morning audiobook, along with over 33 audiobooks on Audible, with combined sales of over 400,000 copies. Of course, that book, you all know, has has had a major impact on my life, which is really why I'm super excited to be talking with Rob. Uh, He's also a podcaster to his core. He is the host of the Living the Law of Action show, and he just purchased and is the host of Life Transformation Radio. He lives by the law of action, decide, plan, act, the podcast whisperer, and Mr. Action himself. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Actus. Rob. Hey, how's it going? How oh are my, you, man? Oh, I love I that. That is just, like, I'm already fired up. We just, like, it's like <laughs> nine in the morning for me. And I'm just like, let's talk. Let's have some fun, brother. I'm like, thank you very much for being here.
1: I'm happy to. I'm happy to serve. Happy to be here. Um, you know, I reward action, and you flat out, you know, took action. You you did your ask, and I said yes. It's you know. Talk
0: this- about that. What is what is that? What is like help people understand it? What is the do your ask and take? What does that mean for for you? I'm curious if you can kind of just delve in deep in that. So. The law of action is based on decide, plan, and act.
1: So people decide to do something, then they plan to do something and they immediately take action. Well, that's in a perfect world. In 99% of the case or 95% of the case, most people decide they plan and then they plan some more and then they plan some more. And based out of fear, a fear of success or fear of unworthiness or fear of looking bad in front of their friends or whatever fear they have, or fear of like why I may get this, they just plan and plan and plan, they never take action. And I believe that when you decide and you plan and you take massive inspired action, magic happens. Yeah. And it creates a momentum in your life and the universe responds and that new opportunity comes to you. New people just magically appear in your life. They just cross paths and it's so powerful to live a life of inspired action. Because, you know, this is a crazy time. And I want people to live every single day like they want to be alive. Because at any moment, your life can change, just like with your father in his strokes. You know, you can't take back the time you had before. And after every stroke, you're different. So your dad before was your dad. Your dad now is your dad. However, he's a different dad. Yeah. So all those times where you're afraid to have those intimate conversations or, hey, let's take action and let's go fishing or let's go this and let's do that, those are gone. And so taking massive inspired action is to live every day like you want to be alive. And that's my commitment. And that's my compelling mission in life is to inspire people to do that. Because we have no guarantee of another 90 seconds, 90 minutes, 90 days.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you've, um, one of the things I've talked to people about when it comes to trying to help people with these kinds of concepts, it's important that people understand this isn't something that you read. This isn't something that you learned. This is something that you earned. These are lessons that you paid the price for. And because you paid that price, it's like, how can I make sure that other people understand this where maybe they don't have to pay the price at the level that I did to earn it, you know? (laughs) You know, I
1: love that you said that because that's true. So anybody that had um, what paid the price in their life and they're up there shouting from the rooftops is they don't want you to have to learn the hard way. They want you to look at the clues and adjust your life accordingly because many, many people have paid prices that are just unbelievable. And, when you do that, you want to make a difference because you don't want someone else to have to pay that price.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, and that's, I mean, that's why we, we like, I mean, for I'm going to already tell just by looking at you and listening to you talk, you're a great storyteller. And one of the things I love about telling stories very well is it's almost like we can help people go through the emotional experience without having to pay that, like physical price or even that painful, even financial price to earn those lessons. And so this is one of the reasons why I love storytelling so much is so that we can help people experience it without having to you know, pay that price. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, oh, I get it now. I'm gonna go ahead and without having to go through what Rob did, I feel like I experienced the lesson.
1: Yeah. It's really important to, you know, this is a crazy time during this pandemic. And there's a lot of information. It felt like this whole pandemic has been the giant masterclass. If you look around, there is so much opportunity to learn from people that have done the hard work. Right now, there's an opportunity to learn and be different than who you were before this pandemic. Because a lot of people are thriving during this pandemic and a lot of people are barely surviving. And I think a lot of it has to do with your mindset.
0: Well, you know, I, I, um, I spent a lot of time before the pandemic hit on trying to figure out how to market myself online, how to make what I do at a bigger scale and help people all over the world. And I developed some pretty intense skills with that. When the pandemic hit, it really didn't change things for my business model or my life in the way that I operate. But I can definitely see how putting all that time in set me up to be ready for what eventually happened, which I would have never. I mean, we, I, I didn't predict this, obviously, but I felt like I was ready mentally, which is what, what you're talking about is just having that. Like, it's, it's a prep work. It's almost like, um, uh, like I'm, I'm working out every day, and then all of a sudden one day I'm suddenly being chased by a wild animal. You know what That's I mean? That's exactly <laughs> it.
1: That's exactly it. It's true. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and the, this time in our life is so transformational in so many ways. I mean, a lot of people are not opening their eyes and seeing the possibility or what's laid out before them. So I had a conversation last night with some friends, and we were talking about AI technology. You know, a lot of people are worried about AI technology. I use a lot of AI technology in my business and it really helps me incredibly in maximizing. So I started implementing a lot of AI technology in my business and my personal assistant, like says, so am I going to get replaced? I go, no, <laughs> the robots are going to do all the stuff that you do. You, you need to elevate because I want to doing the high level stuff. Wow. And that's what we need to know because AI is coming. It's already here in ways that you can't even imagine. So you need to know it's here and you need to adjust accordingly. You need to figure out skill sets that you can add on top of that. It's not gonna replace everything, but it's gonna replace a lot. From creatives to writing, to video editors, to audio editors, to, um, you know, robots are taking over the food industry. So all these things. So you need to keep reinventing yourself And now's the time to be in massive inspired action. And the cool thing about being in action with the law of action is that failure is an option. That's the best part because you can take little baby steps, decide, plan, act. Boom. Okay. That didn't work. I'm going to pivot. I'm going to adjust. I'm going to, I'm going to modify and then try it again. But when you create that momentum, it becomes easier, easier, easier. It's like riding the bike up a hill. You know, you have a little bit of an incline and you're like, oh, man. And there's only one gear. You're stuck in like whatever, 10th gear, I guess, the highest gear. And you're like barely pedaling. But once you get that momentum, man, you got it. Yeah. And that's really important to live your life of momentum right now.
0: Right. That's awesome. I love it. And we're, we're, we're kind of preparing for these things. And this, uh, when you're talking about AI, there's, there's as obviously there's things that AI can do that we tend to just kind of relax on like, oh, I can, I can handle you know, taking notes or, or keeping uh, you know, strict record of, of my finances and so on. Uh, but what you're saying is that it's time to elevate beyond what AI can do, what, what, and then a- elevate to what AI can't do, which is replicate what's going on inside of who we are and ultimately letting it out into the world to bring value. Um, and so that's kind of, that's what I'm taking away from what you're saying right now. I just think it's important to pay attention.
1: This is a very pivotal moment in the history of the world. And I think it's important to pay attention to all that's going around you. And I'm not talking just in the news. I'm talking about be observant and watch what is going on around you. There's a lot of things happening. And the one thing I had Ian Lobos on my living the law of action show, Yesterday, and we were talking about this. and We have a podcast coming out called men in action. And, you know, there's Gary V, there's Greg Cardone, and they are grinders, they work and they work and they work and they work and they work. And I honestly don't think that they work that hard all the time. I think they inspire people to do that. And I don't think that that's the great This way to live your life. I believe, especially with having my near-death experiences, which I've had many, that relationships and people in your life are by far the most important thing. And if you don't have that, nothing else matters. I know some seven and eight figure um, multimillionaires, and they have built their way to the top. And i just talking to a friend of mine the other day, man, he's, he's, a, he's really rich. Like he has a mansion that's just unbelievable at the top of a mountain in Southern California. And he built this company from nothing. And his daughter just finished her master's degree in college and he doesn't even know her. Yeah. Because all while growing up, and I've known him for a long time from being a little kid to, I think she was like 70 when he started his company. And so he missed all 8, 9, 15, 18, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. And he missed all that. You know, life moves so fast that if you blink, it's over. And it's so important to be present and calm and grounded And connected with people you know you know when your when your father had a stroke you just want to be around him as much as you could yeah and he wanted that as well and family members they come out so what i do is i surround myself with a very solid core of people these people are ride ride or die they will do anything for me and i will do anything for them and to know that I have this nucleus, this, this inner circle, this tribe of people, if I lost everything today, if I lost everything, my house, my money, I don't care because I have these people. And it's really important to know that stuff is just stuff. And it's not something you need. It's something that you want. And the universe always provides the stuff that you need. It doesn't always provide the stuff you want. And we live in a world of abundance, if you open your eyes and know that, but a lot of people tend to look at this and they're like, oh, this pandemic and everything's so bad and this, this has been an incredible opportunity to reinvent yourself. If your life was not great, or it wasn't what you wanted before the pandemic, you have this moment of pause that you can reinvent yourself and be anybody or anything you want and people have done it you've seen it right in front of your
0: very eyes yeah you know it's um it's what you're making me think about is um the the study i read from a bunch of um i think it's hospice nurses where they were talking about the top things that people regret the most when they're when they're about to pass on and it's certainly never about oh i wish i had purchased more things (laughs) It's none of that, and I and I keep imagining like if we're in those, and you're gonna you can uh, you can actually give insight to this when you're in that moment where you're like I could die right now, like my life could end. the The first thought on your mind is the loved ones, the ones that matter the most. These like their family, and then these ride or die people. If those people are the first thing on your mind, then then what you're it sounds like what you're saying is those should be the first on your mind every day.
1: Absolutely.
0: And so how to like,
1: sure because at any moment your life could be over. I mean at any moment and you people take life for granted, like, you know, probably with your father, you're like, you know, someday we're going to go and do this. Well, now that someday might not be available to you anymore. And I look at it this way. Imagine you have 60 minutes Of life left. So if you want to find out what's important in your life, play the game of sitting in a chair and someone just said, in 60 minutes, you're gone. What do you want to do in those 60 minutes? Who do you want to interact with? That's a really eye-opening way to find out what's important in your specific life. So like, you know, there's, there's people in your life that are just in your life. And I think it's really important to be very diligent and set boundaries of people in your life, because you want to have an extraordinary life. And the way to have an extraordinary life is to surround yourself by people that are worthy of being in your life, that are supportive of you and that love you and that are not toxic. And then you have a boundary of yourself of making sure that the people in your life are that way. Now, with kids, kids, you got to keep kids around because they're your kids. But I'll be honest with you. Parents have to earn a place in your life. Your friends have to earn a place in your life. It's really important to surround yourself with people that love you, that care about you, and that. If it was a ride or die, they're there for you. Yeah. And your life will be so much better. A lot of people chase toxic relationships. They want to be friends with people that are toxic to them, that put
0: them down. Why? I, yeah, it's crazy. And, and so what I'm what I'm hearing for you is you're you're um you're showing um, a strength that I talk to people about a lot. Uh, it's called relator. If if you've ever heard of Gallup. Uh, Gallup has a strengths assessment where you can understand you know what's unique about you and so on and one of these strengths which is related which is to like have that tight-knit group where like if it's three in the morning and something is happening there's a, a list of two or three or maybe four people that you can pick up the phone and say look I don't have time to explain but I need you at my house right now click and they will be there absolutely right okay so what you're saying is like why uh, why would we waste time with any relationships that aren't that deep or that important, like that special, um, unless they're, you know, I mean, unless there's some purpose to it or some function to it, if we focus on developing those relationships and, and using those to help us get what we want and help those get people get what they want, then ultimately we're, we're creating something that's bigger. So um, what I'm cu- I'm curious about is if you were to focus all of your time and attention on just that. Like, how do I grow my business? How do I grow my podcast? How do I grow my mission in a way that honors my desire to just build those deep relationships with those right people? Not just the people that you work with, but also your family. You're, uh, I, are, you, are you married? You have children, you have, how many children do you have? That, I'm just curious real quick. I have one daughter and I'm married. Okay, so how, how long have you been married?
1: Uh, just a few, during the pandemic. Oh,
0: so, really? Right um, I had, a, I had, a,
1: I had a, a long marriage that uh, got divorced and I'm married it's okay. an incredible woman, incredible I, I, the fact that I have this beautiful soul cross my path um, I met her almost seven years ago and the day I met her I've been with her every single day since like right I, I gave her a hug and I don't know what happened but it was magical absolutely magical and, and, and I think that um, I feel so blessed every single day I, it's just wow wow
0: you know it's it, it okay so I'm, I'm hearing more of the I, I went through a transformation and then when this thing was presented to me i could really see the value of it in this case it's this this marriage with this what, what is this uh what, what is her name who's sonia sonia okay so your marriage with sonia is like wow you've gone through a lot of rebirths <laughs> oh yeah um, yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I want to just uh, share real quick this story about your daughter and how this this kind of led to you like really earning this this, uh, you know, this belief about keeping the circle small, keeping it tight, keeping it strong, keeping it really worthy because people have obviously, uh, you know, proven that they can own or they can uh, appreciate that level of commitment in a relationship. So uh, if you could just kind of briefly sum up for my audience, because I know I, I've, I'm going to tell the story later, but I, I kind of want people to see uh, this connection of, of being exposed to when you're about to lose a loved one. So I remember when my father had his heart attack and um, after he had already had two strokes and I'm like, I'm watching my father pass away. I saw him, they, the, the, the ambulance, the, the paramedics came in and started working on him. And I'm watching him disappear. I'm literally watching him go, and all I'm thinking about is why didn't I spend more time with him during this time, right? And you went through a similar experience with your daughter, um, and that led to uh, some body art, which I would love to to talk about as well. And how the and then so I want to kind of hear you talk about how this experience shaped this this commitment you have to this relationships and this book. Uh, which is the law of action, how this all kind of came about to help you just to say, this is it. This is the thing I'm going to be spending the rest of my life talking about.
1: Well, it's interesting because my grandmother used to call me Mr. Action um, when I was like five or six years old. Wow. And um, I'm just discovering all this stuff now. I've been talking a lot more about you know, doing lots of podcasts and lots of virtual summits and talking about where it all came from. And I've discovered through photographs and through conversations with my family and just memories that are coming back that I have been Mr. Action for a long time. And I have, so the question I was asked yesterday on a podcast was, how I lived my life as Mr. Action. What was the transformational turning point that turned me into Mr. Action? You know, what was the transformational pivotal moment that all of a sudden, and it's a distinction in that for my case, I've always been, and I've amplified it. So, you know, when, when my daughter had to have a brain surgery and suffered her four strokes, it was the most devastating time ever as a father. To see to see your daughter yeah. lying in bed in a coma was probably one of the most devastating moments of my life. Now, I didn't go through it and that I didn't have four strokes. I was in a coma. I didn't have the brain surgery. I remember the moment that I was looking at her in the bed and I flat out said, you know, God, I will take her place. I will. I will. And it wasn't any hesitation. It was, it was an overwhelming desire of, like, she's so young. She's so amazing. She has so much more to offer this world. I, I, When she's being wheeled away, she had about a 4% chance of survival. The doctor said, it's really bad. I would do everything in my power to save her life, her mental ability and who she's gonna be after the surgery with the damage that I've already seen. We're not gonna even focus on that. All we're gonna do is save her life. Yeah. And I remember right before they wheeled her away, And it was the most unbelievable moment of my life. Like I wouldn't even let her go was holding on to the stretcher. And I looked at her and I said, Aiden, you fight, you fight, you fight like a mother. And I said, you know, -er." Mm Effer, I won't say it in your podcast, but I'm just telling you, that's what I said. And I said, there are so many hundreds of thousands of people that need to meet you. You are special. You fight, you fight, you fight. And she did And that was a moment, if you look back of massive action. I wasn't afraid. I wasn't worried about what the nurses or the doctors were gonna think. They tried to pull her away. I held her there and I told her that to her face. She actually remembers that, which is amazing. Um, it's crazy. If you want to hear something really amazing. So life transformation radio is my other podcast, the very first episode on April 1st, I took over, I had her on as a guest and she actually shares her, her experience of what she went through. And she remembers that.
0: She remembers the, the all the things you were saying to her while she was in the car.
1: Yes. Yes. She remembers that. And it's interesting because I think back, had I not said that would she have really gotten it? and had, so that's a, a moment in time of massive inspired action. I didn't want what anybody thought of me. I didn't sit there and go, well, what should I say? <laughs> I decided I didn't want my daughter to die. I planned, I grabbed that that hospital bed, and I put every ounce of my heart and my soul into my voice of whatever was coming out, I mean, I can I can play that in my head a million times. I hear it all the time. I know exactly what the temperature in the hospital was. I know how many nurses were around there. I know exactly, and we'll never forget that moment. And it's moments like that, that make a difference. And when you don't take action, there's a consequence. And when you take action, there's a result. And when you don't take action, there's a result. And it's about living your life and inspired action and keep moving forward because you matter. And the words that come out of your mouth matter and the actions that you take matter. They have such an impact on so many people like you, Eddie, and your podcast. Had you not asked and taken action, I wouldn't be on your show. And I hope from the bottom of my heart that one listener has had a positive experience and that it has motivated them to take action. And that way you have created a ripple of transformation of the world in a way that I never would have touched this person.
0: Yeah, this is one of the reasons why I, I wanted to make my podcast an interview one as I'm realizing how much more of an impact we can make on the world together. And it's not about it's not about status or or or, or like you had taught me measuring downloads. It's it's about putting, okay. you know <laughs> yeah. it's about it's about bringing authenticity, depth, and bringing it out to the world so people can understand this is real life and it's 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 normal to have fear. And what we want to do is teach you how to ultimately move through it what one of the things that i'm taking from your uh, lesson about the situation with your daughter is it feels like like what um what we're built as human beings to do is to rise to that level of action we're like that the focus you had in that moment with her i could lose her and i'm going to invite her to fight because she's worth it to me and the world right that's the message you're giving to her and it
1: was every ounce of energy from the bottom of my core of my soul
0: yeah. that I communicated that message to her. And I, I just feel like we're all built to be able to do that, to rise to that level of focus. And imagine if we could just, cause in that moment, you're not worried about, you know, all the, the, <laughs> the little things that the muckety muck of things that we like to get all wrapped up into, you know what I mean? Like, when we get all involved in the depths of everything, so involved that we forget the big picture, the big point of all of it. And so when, when if we could, so what I'm learning is that in this moment, you got yourself to that focus, which we all have the potential for, right? But it, it's almost like it, it doesn't feel right that we have to go through this experience in order to achieve that focus. Like, why do I have to watch my father die in order for me to realize how important he is to me?
1: Right, and you why? don't. Right, you don't. do That's, that's the, what I'm saying. And so that's what's going on. That's crazy. And all this information, because there's so many thousands of people that have already had the most horrific things happen to them, to show you what's possible. I had a guest on my show the other day, John, John, uh, uh, John J. Wiley, I think it is. I think that's top of his name. He's a police officer in Baltimore. He was on the Life Transformation Radio Show, and Whew, this is a story. He was a Baltimore police officer. Very, very challenging uh, area town that he worked. And it was very intense, a lot of near misses, scary, uh, dangerous, bad. One day, he was arresting someone uh, for, for, I don't know what he was arresting, for drugs or whatever. He had a bunch of drugs in his car. And he was arresting him, And this guy was... Um, high at the moment so he's on drugs he's trying to arrest him this is a, during uh, just during a regular shift it just happened really fast he's trying to arrest him and then all of a sudden he was calm and then the next moment the guy started fighting him and they got into a fight and it was a fight for his life and in that fight the suspect grabbed his service revolver. The officer grabbed the gun, had the gun, was holding on to it, and they're fighting for their life. He knew that that gun was going to be used against him because that's what he kept trying to do. And at one split second, with his hand, with the officer's hand, with John's hand on the gun, he turned his hand backwards and pointed that gun at John's face and head and fired six times point blank at his face and head. All six bullets missed. He destroyed his wrist and his fingers, which caused him to have a disability. And then from there, that whole situation, and it just, it just was a domino effect of his mental um ability just went down. And all that trauma from all the experiences that he had when he was a police officer to that one final moment when he had a gun pointed at his face and six shots were fired was just enough to destroy him. And it ruined his marriage and everything else. Now, he has a radio network called Law Enforcement Today, 49 radio stations across the country. He's a disc jockey in Key West, Florida, and he lost his marriage, lost everything, and he rebuilt built his life back up. So to know that that's possible, people have things happen in their life, you know, like, oh, someone cut me off, and that's the worst day of their life. Learn from these stories and realize that as humans, we are so much stronger than you can imagine. Like the example, my daughter, she couldn't walk, she couldn't talk, she couldn't use the entire right side of her body. And she fought and fought and fought and learned how to talk and walk and use the right side of her body. And to watch that, in my experience, was the most beautiful thing I could ever imagine. And it showed me how powerful
0: she is. That's awesome um, A couple things I want to point out and this, this is where my, my mind is going. Um, these experiences that we go through are happening for us is what I'm hearing and we are stronger than we imagine. Um, there are so many people and, and this I know this is going to you've probably heard this before how we're taught um, by experts right to set smart goals. And the R in smart is realistic. <laughs> For those of you listening to the radio, Rob is shaking his head frantically like, "No, oh, gosh, no, 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 no. Because if we are stronger than we can imagine, how could we possibly know what's realistic?
1: <laughs> you can't and I don't set goals. Right. I set a to do list so You know, John, John Kennedy, how do we get to the moon? We get to the moon and we reverse engineer back. Oh, yes. Love it. Uh, Start with the big picture. You go to the big picture and you go back and I'm just too dumb to know that I can't do stuff. (laughs) And here's the thing. And I talk about this in my book is that look, someone, I mean, think of something, what is something you want to do? I'm just going to ask you, we'll use you as an example. What is something that you want to do? What do you want to achieve in your life? Give me a position of notoriety. What do you want to
0: do? Well, I I want um, I want to be in front of a hundred, I want to know what it feels like to be in front of a hundred thousand people speaking. And all okay, got those people read my book.
1: Okay, great. Yeah. So here's the thing. We'll take Hal Elrod, for example. Hal Elrod, the Miracle Morning. Right. He's in 27 languages, almost a half a million copies sold of the audiobook, um, millions of copies sold way more than a hundred. His, his Facebook community has hundreds of thousands of people. Okay. Yeah. He did that when I met Hal and I was going to do the miracle morning, he had like 4,000 followers or or just a few thousand followers. See, the thing is someone is going to be the Academy award winner. Someone is going to be the best pig farmer in the world. Someone is going to be the top-rated podcast. Someone is going to be the best chef in Cincinnati. Why not you? Like, why not you? People are like, oh, that's somebody else. No. Like, I, I'm i so mad at myself. So I've been doing voiceovers for so long. I was in radio, I was successful. And I'm looking at all these national TV commercials. I'm like, yeah, I could never do that. I could never do that. I could never do that. And it's like, well, why not me? And lo and behold, look at that. What do I do now? Lots of TV commercials. And all that time that I wasted because I was worried about, you know, reasons and considerations that were stupid of like, well, I can't do that. Well, what do you mean I can't do that? How do you know unless you try? You know, the biggest thing that, that, that drives me crazy is when I talk to people and, and I talk about this in my book, cause I did this is where they want to get a job and I have a friend. Um, she's really trying to change her career and it boggles my mind. I'm like, did you get that resume? Well, I'm not going to get that. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get that. So the biggest fear you have, is that you're not going to get the job, so you're going to be in inaction, and the consequence is going to be your biggest fear of not getting the job. Or how about submitting the resume and putting your, you know, your hat in the ring and get the job. Someone is going to get that job, and the people that and there's you don't know, say there's 500 people that are turning their applications in or their resume, so. There's 500 people there. They're like, well, I'm going to get the job. I'm turning my resume. And then there's other people that are like, well, I'm not going to get that job. So I'm like, you created a self-filling prophecy. And so many people do that. I'm not going to ask that hot guy out or I'm not going to ask that hot girl out. You know, I look at my wife. She's incredible. And if I would have hesitated to introduce myself, and interact with her, I never would have married her. And there were other men that were very interested in her. And let me tell you, and it's funny, we were talking about this last night, I was physically pushing them out of the way because I wanted all of her attention. And I'm like, I was being bold and be bold in your actions. Go for what you want. Life is not a dress rehearsal. Oh yeah. Don't let fear stop you because, with inaction is the consequence, and it's usually what you don't want, because life moves the way it moves. So if you don't put in, you don't ask that woman out or that guy out. Guess what? Someone else will. Because if you don't take action, someone else will.
0: Why not you? Yeah. Okay. Love it. Okay, awesome. So um, somewhere, so so here's here's you over here going. All right, I'm going along my merry way, and then you see something you want. And in between where you are and this thing that you want is the, the thing that we focus on is the most amount of pain that could possibly happen if I take a step towards it, right? What is, what is the negative possibility of something bad? It's, it's almost like, like for me, definitely in my whole life, I've spent my whole life trying to be um, something that everybody would like. You know, I, I work really hard to understand people so much so that I could just know what they want and then I could go be that thing. And it ultimately led me to be able to understand people at a very deep level. And then ultimately I realized that, you know, I get the benefit of understanding people and I realized that it's better to just be me and then the right people will come. But my point is that uh, because I spent so much of my life worrying about what could possibly go wrong if I just do things authentically, um i then that's what kept me from trying right it's what kept me from trying and still i start until i started to experience real loss and realize what a waste of time it is to focus on what negative thing could happen instead of focusing on what is on the other side of that negative thing what's on the other side of it for you was this amazing powerful marriage which is an amazing woman that inspires you same thing with me I, I went after my wife with reckless abandonment like I did I just I'm so glad Rob that I didn't worry about what would happen if I told her that I was into her you know <laughs> I just said yeah. I'm, I called her every day when I realized this was who I wanted in my life um, and so if you could talk about just kind of like for you because I've learned this Rob and I know you know you're you're a you're a young at heart right but you've got life a a lot of life behind you and now we've got more life going forward you're not done with this dealing with fear i want people to understand that fear doesn't go away like that's not a like all of a sudden we don't just experience fear anymore we've overcome it it's more like no no fear is a part of the game and i've learned how to navigate with it right right um so what i would like to do is kind of like help people understand through your own life experiences as you go through these bigger and bigger things that you want to do in your life how do you deal with these, these thoughts so that you stay Mr. Action? Does that make sense?
1: Well, for my case, and it wouldn't be anybody else, but I'm Mr. Action. I wrote the book, The Law of Action. So I have to walk the talk. <laughs> yeah, now you have to. <laughs> like it kind of sucks, honestly, because like I have to do what I say I'm going to do yeah. because I have to. And it, you know, the thing about it is, if you overcome little fears, you can overcome bigger fears. Mm. And oftentimes your fears are unfounded. So what I did, and I talk about this in my book, is that I'm afraid of heights. I'm legitimately, legitimately afraid of heights. When I was in radio, I was on a roof and there was a big wind and I was, I was very loyal to the station. And it was a giant balloon that was being blown up. It was blown up. The balloon started to go over the roof. I wasn't very smart. I chased after it. I almost went over the roof. Um, uh, uh, one of my coworkers, workers J.R. Um, Rogers, grabbed me and helped me from flying over the roof, which was a three-story building. I would have went to my demise. Like, j- died. So after that, uh, I'm somewhat afraid and averse to heights. Like, I don't like it. Like, as bad as heights are, I don't even like getting on ladders. Like it, it was, it was, it was to the point, and it's gotten better. But you know those when you have to do the pull-ups, and you have when I was doing my training, and you have you have to do pull-ups, you have to get up on the bench, and then you have the strap, and you have to get up, and I'm like, that's like three feet off the ground. That's a little high for me. And it's funny because I'm pretty fearless. Like I've gotten into you know uh, NASCAR race cars, driven them 140 miles an hour, no problem speed I've been in a a Lamborghini Gallardo and we went 200 miles an hour. It was crazy. Crazy. Um, no fear. Heights fear. So what I did was and I was with Tanya at the time and I we were in Hawaii and I wanted to get in a helicopter. I've always wanted to. I'm saying to break my fear. And it was funny because I knew she didn't want to drive in a helicopter. So I was kind of like, hey, let's go ride in a helicopter. And she says, okay, let's. And I'm like, oh, crap. And then she's very thrifty. And so it's expensive driving a helicopter. And so I picked out this giant package to do. And I'm like, she's going to say, no, we're not going to do this. I picked, she goes, you know what? We're here in business, but let's splurge. Let's do this. And I'm like, oh, God no way. so you booked it the day before and then it was in the morning the next day and I'm like are you sure you want to do this like, no you don't and she's like no no let's do this and it's funny because I'm going to post video I found a video that on my phone I actually took video because that's the only way I got through it was um it was the most terrifying thing and it's I gotta definitely put I gotta turn it into a story it's It's hilarious because you see me and I'm like, okay, I'm going to break from my fear, blah, 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 blah. And then you see me and I will tell you 30 seconds before we took off, I was about ready to go, Captain Sean, I need to get off because I was losing my freaking mind. And then we take off and then there's a video of me. I had the camera on me and my face is redder than the leave button in the bottom right of your screen on, on this Zoom call. Like, it was so red. And then what happened was, I'm like, we're going for this. And we went higher and higher and higher. And it was the most incredible experience of my life. And as soon as I got off, and I'm not known as being calm, but as soon as I got off the helicopter, I remember this moment. I'm just getting it and feeling it right now. It's like, wow, that was amazing. I overcame my fear. I broke through it. And I knew that there was something magical on the other side. When you break through your fears in your life, there's this euphoria, this energy that's just magical. I don't know if it's the dopamine, whatever it is, it's incredible. And when I have hard things to do in my life, I think back to overcoming that fear of being in the helicopter. And then I followed up with, I went to a flying trapeze thing, 40 feet in the air. And I had other staff there. It was a business that we had. and went and do a a confidence building thing. And they were all getting up, and they just climbed right up the ladder. And I was the last one. And it took me 21 minutes to get from the ground up. And I wasn't going to let them down. I'm like, I've got to get through this. And I, well, the funny story is when you get up to the top of the trapeze, which I thought was, I couldn't believe I did it, but I got up there and then I looked down and I yelled at everybody, and go, whose stupid idea was it to put at the very top of this trapeze, a translucent, clear, plexiglass platform. So standing up there, I'm scared out of my wits and I'm looking down at the ground. Why, but I did it and it was terrifying and I, I, I flew and then I dropped and then I got back up and it only took like 10 minutes to get up the second time. And then a couple of weeks later, I went up to the trapeze and he goes, you want to do it? I go, no. And I got up in less than a minute. You get stronger. It's building that fear muscle because your mind is so powerful and fear is good and fear is bad. And you can reasonably expect to get through fear, pretty safe. Yeah. And it's amazing you'll build that fear muscle of decide, plan, act. And a lot of the fear is so unreasonable. And if you get your self worth that you are worthy, and that someone's going to get this opportunity, like take those chances, get out there, and and live the best, most inspired action life you
0: can because. At any moment, it could be gone. So good. Oh, my gosh. So good. Holy cow. Okay. I have to, I have to sum up everything you just said, like, super easy, and then we're going to do fi- final thoughts. Okay? So I get, I totally understand now why action is so important. Um, so I, I, one of my strengths is strategic, and I recognize patterns. And I recognize that in the great people of the world, the, the patterns is always the same. The thing that you're talking about of you know understanding how action plays into this is awesome so i'm just going to sum up for you real quick rob and then we're going to wrap up because this has been awesome thank you so much okay so it's first recognizing there's something you want and then inviting the fear fear is going to play a part you've got an idea that's something you want to do and oh my gosh i'm scared crapless i have to go do this thing action comes in where you are now put in the situation where you can't back out because you've already said you're going to do it right I wrote this book. Now I have to be this. I told her I wanted to go in the helicopter. Let's go in the helicopter. And then I'm like, I can't back out now. Public declaration is one of the most powerful
1: things to do. Like if you <laughs> want to succeed in something, you get on social media and you declare, I'm opening a restaurant that's going to sell fish tacos on Wednesdays only. <laughs> and it, and you said it, I think, you know, I do that a lot in the podcast rooms. As I say, they go, well, I'm going to start a podcast. Well, great. When are you going to do it? Well, I don't know how about declare a day? Yeah. Yes. Put it on social media and 99 a lot. The majority of the people that set a date and publicly declare what they're doing, they achieve it.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So you put it out there and then now you have to do it the seconds or the minutes or hours up to the moment where you have to do the thing is going to be the most terrifying all the way up to the moment where we'll call it you leap right you right. Take, you know what i mean right at that moment because you're talking about being red and you're scared and you're like i want to quit like of all your life the the the, the time you'll want to quit the most is right before you're about to do it <laughs> Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And, and then the leap takes place and about a second or two after this leap all of a sudden you have the exact opposite experience peace and calm and focus
1: absolutely and i don't it's a lot with my add man i don't focus a lot i'm all over the place you heard you've been (laughs) with me for a while so there you go the thing is it's really based on your worthiness if you know that you are worthy of having your happily ever after there's not all that fear
0: because the majority of fear is what are people going to think And so this, this idea of living the law of action is going to put us into these places where we get to experience what's on the other side of that, of that terrifying moment of I'm a, like something bad could happen. Well, on the other side of it is this amazing experience with, you know, overcoming the fear of heights. What if something magical happens? Exactly. How about looking towards abundance in the positive? Yeah.
1: People tend to look at the negative. What's going to not happen? look at what's possible? Look at what. Your life would be like if you had had this job or if you talked to that woman.
0: You deserve a happily
1: ever after, and people don't think they do. And I will keep saying it over and over again. You deserve to be happy. Life is not easy. Life is simple. And, you know, there's a law of attraction. And Hal Elrod said this, and he picked it up right from me, in that the law of action is the missing piece of the law of attraction because with action nothing happens and the best part about the law of action it's okay if you pivot and adjust it's not locked in stone and you can take baby
0: steps and your little action steps to get to your big step beautiful awesome rob thank you so much ladies and gentlemen rob actus Woo! Oh, man that's fire I love it brother thank you so much man so many wonderful lessons and I'm I'm just grateful for you because you've done so many things that I want to be able to do in my life and I want to be able to go out and, and and just watching you do it has helped me realize that uh, oh my gosh of course I could do it
1: okay. yeah, if I can do it hey dude hey Eddie if if I can do it you trust me oh you can do it if, if I can, if I can do it that's like the people that are like god you did this oh I know I could do it yeah thanks a lot yeah that's true yeah
0: yes okay all right brother
1: i I gotta tell you thank you for having me i really appreciate that and the one thing and we didn't talk much about it but i want to say laugh as much as you can like laugh like even in the in the worst day laugh it it changes your physiology if you're stressed just start laughing if it's a fake laugh your body will take over and you'll laugh and you can't be upset if you're laughing yeah So bring as much laughter and joy into your life because we only have one shot here. And laughter is like, it releases dopamine. It feels good to laugh. So laugh. And laugh hard and laugh with your friends. That's what life is about.
0: Right on. Thank you so much, Rob. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all got a lot of that from from that. I got like a whole page of notes of some great things that I wrote down thanks to Rob's genius. Uh, please join us next time when we have uh, more people. I don't know if we could ever have anybody as amazing as you, Rob, uh, but thank, oh, thank you so you. much. That's
1: very hummed to say there's look, it's just my story and I'm happy to be here to share with you. And, and I will leave this is I was in radio for a long time and it's really significant. And I want you to get this is it's, it's very humbling when people look at you like you just said, like, I don't think I could have a better guest than you. I, I don't think it's better. or I think it might be different. But here's the thing. When I was in radio, people would say, oh, my God, you're in radio, big radio personality, blah, 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 blah. And my response would be, hey, look, I just got a cool job. That's it. And you need to look at all the people that you think and you put on these pedestals. They've done the work. They've taken lots of, mass, have taken lots of massive action. And they just have a cool job. And it's all available to you if you break through your fears and you ask and
0: you live a life of Inspired Act. All right. With that said, my friends, have a wonderful day. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Unleash Your Strengths podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get the next interview the moment it releases. And go to UnleashYourStrengths.net to get the Unleash Your Strengths book for free.